What would Max Kepler bring back to the Twins in a trade this offseason? I think a trade is likely. I'm going to tell you why. And we'll speculate on what the Twins could get in return on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 19th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker, three seasons hosting this podcast on a daily basis on the Minnesota Twins, and four seasons writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com. What would Max Kepler bring back in a trade there's been a lot of discussion throughout this season this has gone seasons and seasons back about max kepler what he might bring back in trade with his current contract situation let's break it down today because i think there is maybe a little bit of misunderstanding of what the twins could get based on what twins fans think max kepler is worth right because his value is a little bit different i think than than what the majority of twins fans think myself included in that Let's break it down today, his season, the last couple of seasons for him. But the most important thing to understand is that Max Kepler is not under arbitration because he signed an extension. He signed that five-year, $35 million deal with the Twins right before the 2019 season. And off the bat, man, did that look good. It looks really good in 2019, and it's been downhill since then. So he is due $8.5 million guaranteed in 2023, and then in 2024, there's a club option, a team option. The Twins can either choose to pay him $10 million to come back or they can buy him out and pay him a million to leave, $1 million to leave. So the Twins owe Max Kepler $9.5 million, $8.5 guaranteed in 2023, and then $1 million to buy him out in 2024 unless they want to bring him back for $10 million. I would say at this point, the $10 million club option, I would be shocked if the Twins picked that up in 2024, either because he's not on the team or just – the way that his his performance has trended the last couple of years. Let's look at that performance with 2022 kind of in our focus here. Kepler right out of the gate. This is I, I modified this table. If you're watching on YouTube, home runs, ribbies, walk strikeouts, batting average, OPS, OPS plus. Obviously, 2019 is the clear outlier. 2016, 2017, 2018, Max Kepler was right around that 95 to 96 OPS plus, meaning he was, you know, 5% below league average, essentially. And then in 2019, he was great. In 2020, he was 9% above league average. But look at that batting average, 228. And in his career now is a 232 hitter and just at league average in terms of OPS. What's happened, though, and we look at 2022 specifically, is every single year he's gotten worse. In 2019, his OPS plus was 123, obviously great year. 2020 went down to 109. 2021 went down to 98. And now in 2022, 93. He only played 115 games, hit 227, OPS at 666, and an OPS plus at 93. This slow burn decline offensively, especially for Max Kepler, it's been hard to watch because he was so good in 2019. So if you only looked at that in his career, you looked at his career batting line, you would say this is a career 232 hitter and with a, an OPS at 744. 
And as a corner outfielder, you know, that is, you won't look at that and say that's valuable by any sense of the word. That's not valuable to have a corner outfielder hitting 232 with an OPS that's barely above league average. That's, that's not. So why is Max Kepler still have positive value on the trade market? Because I think he does. It's because of this. Outs above average leaderboard in 2022 among all outfielders. First four are center fielders. Then you got Kyle Isbell and Max Kepler with 11 outs above average. Byron Buxton is 10th with eight, which is crazy because he played like three innings in center this year. But we know how good he is out there. This is right fielders. And Dalton Marshall listed as a center fielder. I think these are outs above average he saved in right field. In right field specifically, Max Kepler led all of baseball in outs above average with 12. Second was Dalton Marshall with 10. And then it's a big drop off. Kyle Isbell had six out there. Mookie Betts had five. Kyle Tucker, five. Jackie Bradley Jr., who we know. I mean, the the reputations of Betts and Tucker and, and Bradley Jr. are that they're the best outfield defenders, you know, right fielders in the game. Kepler is and was in 2022 the best defensive right fielder in baseball. He makes it look easy, a little bit like Buxton does in center. He makes it look easy. He does make those diving catches. He's got a strong arm, but he makes plays look easy, and that's why he rates so highly defensively. So overall this year, he was a positive because he was so good defensively. It's hard for me to swallow that just because he was so poor at the plate, especially in the second half, just the second half of the season. It was untenable. He was unplayable in the second half, especially after that foot problem or the toe, the broken toe. First half, it was fine. You know, he had a 739 OPS in his first 83 games of the season, hit 245 with elite defense, you know, on a 346 on base percentage. That's fine. Like you can, you can eat that and say he's fine. In the second half, he hit 179 with a 468 OPS. And on the season, the power is just gone. There's there's no power left. He hit nine home runs this year and slugged 348. Like the power was just gone this year. I don't know. It's just completely eradicated. It, it's gone. That's why I think they do need to trade Max Kepler. And this is not a Miguel Sano situation where nobody wants him. I think. Max Kepler still has positive trade value. That's not me drinking the Kool-Aid. I think that because he's such an elite defender and teams value that. I think a team easily could look at Max Kepler and say, he was really dinged up, really dinged up in 2022. Let's look at the last three years prior combined. He was an above league average hitter by OPS and he's an elite defender, you know, career above league average hitter, just above league average. I'm playing devil's advocate here, but just above league average hitter with elite defense and right field. A lot of teams could use that. So what would it look like? What would the twins get in return for Max Kepler? And why would they want it? Why am I so confident that they should? Why do I think they should not just because of the poor season, but the other factors here after this word from Roan. It's hard to find a really comfortable dress shirt as a guy. And this dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention. And Roan stepped up to the challenge. They stepped up. Roan is comfortable. It's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. Roan is so dynamic. You can wear it anywhere. Looking good is easy with Roan. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. 
with Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan, that's R-H-O-N-E dot com slash locked on, and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E dot com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. What would Max Kepler bring back in a trade realistically? And why am I so gung-ho about this? Well, the, the Twins do have a lot of left-handed hitting corner bats, and especially in the outfield. You have Matt Walner, who already today has more power than Max Kepler. You're going to give away defensively. We saw that in September with Walner, but he already has more power than Max Kepler does. You have Walner. You have Larnick. Kirilov can play the outfield. You have young left-handed hitters you can you can put in those spots. But also, I would prefer to have somebody other than Kepler. I would prefer to go for more offense than to have Kepler if you're going to sign somebody or trade for somebody else. I just think at this point, he doesn't fit as much on the roster anymore. I think he caps their upside. I think they need more offense out of that spot, whether that comes from Walner. I would assume they're going to give Walner and Larnick chances out in right field if they do trade Max Kepler, but I'm fine with them signing somebody else. You know, bringing in somebody else who you can platoon, you can play matchups better because Kepler starting against lefties is just it's untenable. It's it's not you can't do it anymore. You can't start Max Kepler against lefties. You need a platoon partner for him or for Walner or for whoever. They need to go out and get a legit, you know, healthy platoon partner. Cal Garlic's done a decent job, but he's been hurt. You know, he's been hurt a lot. You got to find somebody who can who can fill that role. So I'm I'm into it because yes, he's struggled. Yes, I, I'm I'm somewhat sick of him as as a bat as an as a an offensive piece. I just think he's he's cooked. He looks cooked, but that's coming from someone who's had to watch. You know, has had to watch these struggles. You could easily look and say, okay, he's 29 years old. He he had a down year. He was hurt. We're confident he'll get back to being at legal at least a league average hitter, and he's an elite defender. That's that's how another team would think about Max Kepler. So what would a deal look like? Here's one that I, I put together on uh, baseball trade values. This is an example. There are two different ways I think this could go. This is this is way one, which is the Twins package Kepler and a prospect. So in this exercise, it's Max Kepler in their first round pick from 2019, Keone Kabako, who's been disappointing so far in the minors. Those two together to get Edward Cabrera from Miami, who is electric right-handed stuff, but can't really throw strikes. So he's high upside. He's a high upside starting pitcher. Maybe could fit in next year as a six starter, but you're, he's more of a project electric stuff. We're talking mid to upper 90s fastball, change up in the lower 90s, electric stuff. But the Marlins have a ton of young pitchers. And this is an example. You're giving away Kepler and his contract, which is $8.5 million, and then the extra million on the buyout in 2024. Keone Cavaco, who has value as a prospect for Edward Cabrera, who's basically a prospect. He's made his debut and he pitched pretty well this year, but the underlying numbers were ugly for him because of the walks. You're getting back value in that way, major league minimum, if he makes the if he makes the opening day roster. Because for me, yes, there's no salary cap in baseball. I'm aware of that. But we know the twins aren't going to go out and spend 
300 million. I wish they, I wish they were, but we have to operate under the assumption and me when I'm analyzing the team in the off season, that it's going to be 140, 145, $150 million payroll. I'll be really pleasantly surprised if they get up 160, 170. I would love that. Like we'll, we'll get to that if it comes right. But for right now, I'm going to operate under the assumption that they're going to be 140, 145, 150, which means getting Kepler's money off the books. The eight and a half million might not seem like a lot, but you have some guy. You can have guys who who fill right in at the major league minimum in Walner and Larnick, hopefully in Kirilov. Although I made the case they need to build depth in front of Kirilov, I would also argue without Kepler, they already have depth in front of Kirilov in Larnick in Walner, especially in Walner. I think because we saw him at the end of the year. I'm pretty hopeful about what he can do, at least give him some run. There's going to be growing pains there, but you can bat him eighth, you know, play him in right field, get his feet wet, give him a chance. I certainly think he has more upside than Kepler getting that money off the books. You can use that to go after, you know, to, to boost an average annual value to Correa, to Rodon, to somebody else that gives you more freedom to spend. And you don't necessarily have to spend it on right field. You can, you can plug and play and then, you spend that money elsewhere. And that's the argument too for Gio Urshela and the $9 million that he's making. If you combine those two and you trade those two in separate deals probably, you're freeing up $18 million that you could spend elsewhere and you have guys who can plug right in at those spots, right? And they're probably not going to be as good right away, but there's opportunity cost in not letting them play there, right? So it's it's this balance. I think the Twins will try to find this offseason, I think with Kepler, it makes a ton of sense. I think they know that. I think the fan base knows that. It makes a ton of sense. So that's example one of a trade. You package Kepler with a prospect to get a higher quality prospect or a higher quality young major league, preferably pitcher with high upside who you think has like ace level upside like Edward Cabrera. And you might be thinking, why would the Marlins want Max Kepler? Well, they have a terrible outfield, right? They don't get anything out of their outfield and that's a big park and he would play well there and right defensively he would honestly be one of their better hitters I bet in Miami so teams would value him I think and teams that need a good right fielder defensively maybe in tougher parks to play right field who need just a league average bat they'll value Max Kepler for eight and a half million it's it's basically a one-year eight and a half million dollar deal and you just got to pay him one more million dollars in 2024 if he was a free agent i think he would sign for that i think he would get that in free agency i think he'd be looking for like a two-year 20 million dollar deal and he honestly might get that because we have to look beyond just 2022 again in three years prior we can even go back like every year prior for since 2015 from 2015 to 2021 and i know that includes 2019 where he was very good and it's an outlier season with the the rabbit ball but he's an above league average hitter and he's an elite defender as a right fielder. So he's going to be valued. I'm not saying I value him at that level, but he's going to be valued, I think. And I think that's example A of a trade you can see. Example B is you trade him straight up. You get like a C-level prospect in return. Because I just don't see a scenario where you're trading Kepler and getting on it on his own an A or a B-level prospect from somebody. You trade him, you get somebody like Ronnie Henriquez. That would be nice, right? So you're getting something. You can get somebody like Ronnie Henriquez. But I just don't see a scenario where they're getting a top-level prospect in any deal for him unless they add value to his side. That's that's example B uh, of a deal you can see for Max Kepler. More on Kepler, why this makes so much sense, 
and more on potential deals. After this word from Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious. Indulging cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk. Puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. It's time. It's time for Kepler to go. It's time to move on. I think this there's this sense and this feeling with certain guys where you just say, time's up. We need a change. And that's not... I'm not saying Max Kepler is a ter- terrible player. I know there's been a lot of that rhetoric. Like, I'm, I'm not saying he's a terrible player. I actually think they could get something for him. And that's what this episode's been about. But I just, I think it's time for him. I think it's time to move on. Fresh start for everybody. You know, he's had some injury plagued years here. He had a great 2019 season. He was a fan favorite, certainly in that season. You know, even before that, like, people really liked him and, and rightly so. You know, he plays hard. He plays right. He plays a really nice right field, that target field, which I think is valuable. People like Max Kepler, and now it's just he's he's become sour. He's become kind of stale, I think, and that's that's okay. It's time for new blood on this roster and in multiple spots, and I think in right field, it's clear. It's time for some new blood in right field. You also have to consider, you know, his standing on this team. He's He's been on this team for a long time. His, his history with Jorge Polanco, his history with – Byron Buxton, his history with this roster is deep, and that's something the front office will consider. They need to maximize upside in 2023, and they need to give they need to give their young guys a chance, right? Guys with with higher upside, they need to give them a chance. Will I be surprised if he's on the roster in 2023? No, I won't be surprised because they haven't traded him to this point. I thought he made sense to trade after last year, and they didn't. You know, even after 2020 made some sense. They didn't do it. I won't be surprised if he's still on the roster next year. I think it's more likely than ever, though, that they will move him because he's got one more guaranteed year, and then you're going to get nothing for him because they're not they're not going to pick up his option. It's possible he has a great season, a bounce-back season. Possible. I mean, five out of his seven full seasons, he's been a below-league average hitter. One of them was 2019 where he wasn't. And then one of them was the COVID year where he wasn't a a below league average hitter. So he's been below league average a lot. I I don't see him rebounding and having like a terrific year. But if he does, if he has another four or five win season like he did in 2019, they could pick up the option and then trade him after this year. But at that point, I'd be like, well, we kind of want him, (laughs) right? It's this uh, it's this feeling of he hasn't been good. He's not hitting for power anymore offensively. He's a good enough defender. He's an elite defender. He's a good enough defender where another team could use him. Another team could start him. A team that needs offense, a team like Miami or Milwaukee or these teams who are trying to trying to win and could use an affordable outfielder. Max Kepler is the guy for you, and you can get him for 
cheap, you know, on the trade market. I think if you can just get honestly, if you could just get rid of his eight and a half million off the books, that would be a win at this point. It was a little bit like when the twins traded Donaldson last year. And I think they were just so happy to get his money off the books and it opened it up for Correa. But a bigger part of that is he would have been on the books for next year. And now that looks really bad. If he would have been on the books for next year, this team would be limited again in free agency and via trade, but that's another 21 million that they freed up. And last year they freed it up for Correa. It didn't work out the way they wanted it to from a team perspective. But if that gave you an inside track, if that they have money to spend, they have money to spend and part of that is because they got rid of Donaldson's contract. But one of the first things they'll do this offseason, I think, is they're going to look at this roster. And they've done this before, this front office. And they say, before we do anything, because they're slow movers in the winter. I know. I do a daily podcast. They're slow movers. What are you guys doing? What's going on over there? What they'll do immediately is they will find a way, I think, to get as much. They're going to gather everything together. They're going to say, all right, we're going to trade Kepler. There's eight and a half million. We might trade Urshela. There's another $9 million. Okay, let's get every dime we can get into this pot, and then we'll go into free agency, and we'll start, to, we'll start to look and see what we can go get, right? Or we'll look into trades to take on salary in any, in any trades. They're going to they're gonna get everything together. They're going to get their pennies and open up the couch cushions and grab the, the quarters and put everything into a pile and try to get as much as they can in that pile, I think. That's that's going to be their strategy, I believe. And that, that's been their strategy in prior seasons. How can we get as much of this as possible while not gutting the team? Obviously, we're not trading, you know, Buxton or we're not trading Sonny Gray. But where can we cut off some of the the excess salary on this roster? It's clear that's with, with Max Kepler. Not as clear with Gio Urshela, but it's possible. Let's gather all of that and then let's go to work. And that opens it up for the offseason. We have more options in that sense. You know, we can give a young guy a chance in right field. We can give Miranda a chance at third base. It opens up other possibilities for you, not only on the free agent market or the trade market, but on your own roster because holes open up and you can give young guys a chance. So that's what I think is going to happen. I think they will trade Max Kepler. Uh, I think it's more likely than that. I think it's like 70-30 that they will. If they don't, again, it's 30%. I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be like, oof. It would have helped to have, I'm sure I'll look at the end of the offseason and be like, well, I would have liked to have that eight and a half million somewhere else, right? And that's maybe I'm I'm misplaying it and and no team would would want him and his salary. Maybe the twins would have to eat money. I but look what they got, look what they did with Donaldson. Like they were able to get rid of Donaldson's entire contract. And that contract is way that was a net negative contract, one of the most net negative contracts of 2022, probably. And going into 2023, like a 38-year-old third baseman who DH'd how many times in 2021 and they were still able to find a suitor for that contract. That's why I'm optimistic. They'll be able to do the same for Kepler. It's a one year, eight and a half million dollar deal. And that's nothing on the twins books as much as it is on, on the Yankees books for someone like Donaldson, but I'm hopeful that they'll be able to, to get rid of that contract. And, and at that time we will properly reflect on Max Kepler, but reflecting on his 2022 season, Oh, it was ugly. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'll make your second listen. The Lockdown MLB Podcast, MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. 
Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, and go Twins. Thank you.